No matter the occasion, whether it's a date or a family holiday outing, daytime ice skating at Cameron Run Regional Park is sure to delight. Just minutes from Old Town Alexandria, skate on the outdoor rink and stay warm with hot chocolate or make s'mores over a fire pit. This unique winter experience is only available for a limited time. Open daily December 18th through 30th and weekends in January and February. Buy tickets today at CameronIceandLights.com. That's CameronIceandLights.com.
Mike Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that. 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 Boogie like Benson, I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Somebody please better help. Running this thing like Elf. Thank God every day I'm not a felt. Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys. If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped. Been marching in, that was way for the ring. I was yelling out your shame for the championship. Fucking on town, duck down. Falcons, pluck, get shut down. Panthers ain't much touchdown. The vision really belong to us now. So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell. Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL, when things seem fishy, then you probably smell. The crooked referees are Roger Goodell. Yeah, like this, and I'm a who that. Every day I'm living, I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that, where we do that. Boogie like this, and I'm a who that. It's the sports coma, this is where we do that. You're listening to the sports coma. It's Big Q and the guys on the PRO Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're now rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys, where we have intense, entertaining. Educating and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. Shout out to the Who That Nation. Big ups to the Great Saint Think Tank. We up in this thing. Appreciate you guys joining me for another installment of the Sports Coma. It is uh, Thursday, Thursday edition of the Sports Coma. We up in this thing. I appreciate you guys for chiming in in this thing. I'm your humble host uh, most of the times. Big Q. <laughs> Shout out to the fam. Appreciate y'all. For joining me and much love to the great Saint Think Tank. A lot of things twisting and turning. This has been a very uh, interesting week, to be honest with you. But hey, baby, baby, we here, baby, baby, we here. Shout out to brother Dave Collins uh, for hitting that follow button on Facebook. Much love to my Facebook family. Thank you, guys. Christopher Neal, shout out to you as well, sir. Appreciate you listening from there. Tony Scott, shout out from you as well. Big ups to my brother, AK, the scientist. Super chat says, boogie like Benson. I'm a who that. <laughs> I got a shirt coming out with that, man. So <laughs> that's a good sentiment. It brings a lot of a lot of laughter. So thank you, my brother, for that super chat. Appreciate you. And shout out to the entire Great Saint Think Tank family members up in this thing. Let me get a quick roll call if you don't mind. Uh, please feel free to hit the like button, family, as you're chiming in. Give me a who that I give you a who that back. Teflon, Don, Elite, Barbara, what's up, baby? Neville, uh, brother Prime is in this thing. Carla's in this thing. Tori, what's happening, my brother? Oz, Mike, Cheryl, what's popping? Queen, GM, Kev, it's Poppy 504. Shout out to Stephen Lancaster for smashing the subscribe button. Thank you, brother Stephen. Appreciate you, my friend. Welcome to the fam. Oh, wait, what's up, fam? Highway AD's in the building. Good to see you, brother. Appreciate you popping in. Brother Derek's in the stream. Ant-Man, a.k.a. The Scientist. Thank you for that super chat as well. Again, Josh Goat 23 Much love, fam. Appreciate you, my boy. Marley Mall's in this thing. Uh, uh, Trey Joseph, shout out to you. KK, what's popping, baby? All right, shout out to everybody. Nola's East 74. What's up, fam? Appreciate you, bro, stopping by again. All right, Young City Night Wards in this thing. Edward Green's in this thing. Shout out to your fam. Terry, what's up, Terry? Good to see you, my family. Appreciate you, bro. All right, who else we got chiming in? Well, uh, I think I got everybody, man. No, I don't. Got- 
<laughs> Gundam, what's up, bro? Gundam, shout out to you, man. Much love to you, brother. Brian's in this thing as well. Good to see Brian Pearson. All right, who else we got? Chime. And then Chris Parker, shout out to you, Chris. Good to see you, fam. As well, Chris says, we never went forward with Winston. He was 5-2, and two, got hurt, came back, got hurt again, then went to Dalton, who got beat out by Winston, never gave Winston his job back. Very shady. Thank you, Chris. Shout out to you. Good breakdown. Uh, DeWine, shout out to you, bro. Uh, Total Truth Todd, uh, shout out to you. He says, if I'm Winston, get me the out of here. <laughs> get me out of here. Next season, Blames. Can go elsewhere. Allen is incompetent to begin with. He's stupid. He's stupid enough to bring back Dinosaur Dalton teams trying uh, to win. Makes moves. D8. Nope. Thank you, David. Appreciate you. David Lasson. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Shout out to you, Dave. Appreciate you smashing that like button and welcome to the fam. All right. Who else we got? I want to make sure I get it. What's up, Boo? Shout out to Boo. OG Jerry Paul. You can't forget the OG. All right. Shout out, brother. St. Doug is in this thing as well. Shout out to you, my friend. Tragic 504, brother. Tragic. Good to see you, fam. Hoodie, what's up, my boy? Hood is in this uh, in the thing as well. And big ups to everybody, man. If I, if I, brother Jarrell, I see you, Jarrell. Shout out to your Saints Pale Nation. I see you, fam. Appreciate you. Matt, what's up, Matt? Oh, Wallace, Mark Patterson. Shout out to you, fam. Much love to you guys. Charles, what's up, Charles? Spain in the building, brother Byron, Byron Parker, uh, as well. So, Good to see you guys as well. Joshua, I see your fan. Appreciate you as well. Much love to the fam. I always like to try to give shots out to the entire family. King Francis, I see your fam. Appreciate you as well. Brother Slade, shout out to you. Always try to give shout outs to the family members because without you, we don't have a show. It's just me sitting up here making impersonations of Reverend Saint and Mickey Lomas. Hold on now. (laughs) What's up, Tyler? Shout out to you, bro. Uh, and, and we got and all that kind of swagged out entertainment. Shout out, bro. So what we got? What's up, Snake Bite? So pretty much what's going on, fam, is I'm gonna play some stuff for you guys by Jeff Ireland for president, assistant general manager. He's the guy that makes the twist and turn on a lot of this scouting, a lot of that. And we have a good scouting staff. But Jeff Ireland, his his uh, his gift in terms of looking for talent has just been blessing the Saints, and not just. In, dra- in the draft scenario, but also in the undrafted market. This guy is very thorough, and we were very fortunate. It's one of the great hires the Saints did in the Sean at, uh, Payton administration was to bring Jeff Ireland in here, which, you know, he was a general manager with the Miami Dolphins prior to coming to New Orleans, but he's done a fantastic job in bringing talent here. I got to give it to the man. So outside of that, I'm going to play his latest interview. If you guys didn't hear that, I'm going to play some of that. Then we're going to cover this story. This 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 uh, show is named after today, which is the Saints appear ready to move on from Jameis Winston. Now, the great Saint think tank understand and know that this is not anything new. But, you know, when you hear them say it, it's a different thing. Now, you can read the tea leaves in the body language. The stuff that happened with Jameis Winston over this past season when he called out Dennis Stinkin' Allen for what he did in violating one of the core tenets of uh, of the NFL, which is a player cannot lose his his uh, job due to injury, which is exactly what Jameis would happen to Jameis Winston. I would have been different if he'd have brought Jameis back, and then Jameis started. He threw five interceptions in two games, and then he had to be benched again for for Andy Dalton. That is not what happened, you know. And uh, Dennis Allen. Uh, decided to bench him in some kind of way. I'm telling you, it just didn't stay. 
with with him going to Dennis Allen. I'm telling you, you got a $28 million quarterback and a, a Dennis Allen, a nickel, a, a, a penny coach going up and him telling them, no, I really do think that he went to Mickey and Mickey didn't handle the business right. If you know, if I'm the general manager and I got a beef with my quarterback that I'm paying twenty plus million dollars to over the next two years, and my coach, I'm gonna get bring both of these guys to the office and I'm gonna get this hashed out. I'm gonna get I'm gonna make sure Dennis Allen upholds the principles and the tenets that a, a guy can't lose his job due to injury. But this is what happens. Jameis blows the whistle to the press, Dennis Allen gets petty and benches him for the rest of the season. Called it at the time, told you you won't see him for the rest of the season. And despite whatever Andy Dalton did, which is throw interceptions, they'll cover up, make excuses for him, all this kind of stuff. And that is exactly what they did. So at the end of the day, I would definitely think that Jameis is a guy, you know, who is, is should be up out of here. He got totally disrespected, totally disrespected. And then the trust was broken between the coach and the quarterback. And that's why you've seen the fracture family. Listen. And I'm going to get into the interview just a second. But this is the most interesting thing about the dynamic between the two. Like if you watch football, right, especially in the pros, you have when you see the quarterback, if you got a problem with the coach and the quarterback, your team going to lose. Think about it. Look what happened to the Arizona Cardinals. There are many examples. If there is an issue with the coach and the quarterback, your team's not going to be successful. They're not because. Those are two important positions that have to be solved for you to have success at that level. You've got to have an on-code court, a coach and an on-code quarterback that's on-code with him together. And then they build forward. Well, the quarterback situation was a, it was just a mess and it didn't get any better toward the end of the season. And then Dennis Allen got real petty. So at the end of the day, you've seen it suffer. You've seen it happen in Arizona when there was a fracture between Kyler Murray and Cliffs Kingsbury. Kingsbury gets fired after getting that extension. He gets shown the dough. Kyler Murray don't come back until the middle of the 2023 season. We covered that, which is probably one of which, you know, I think is one of the reasons why Peyton went to Denver is because he knew. When he was making this decision, he had that interview. Two days after that interview, I covered this on TSC Q&A Live. Two days after that interview, there was a report that came out that said that Kyler Murray was not going to be ready until the middle of the 2023 season. Coach Payton heard that and said, oh, 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 oh crap. <laughs> he heard that, fam. He was like, oh, no, that, that, that do it for me. So, I mean, and then, of course, he said, well, Q, he could have waited for him. But guess who his backup was? Colt McCoy. <laughs> he says, oh, oh, Denver is the spot. But anyway, with that being said, shout out to the fan. Appreciate y'all. Do me a service. Feel free to hit. What's up, Terrence? Shout out to you, bro. I see you. Jeremy, shout out to you. Good to see you, fan. Appreciate you as well. The Truth Hurts is in the building. Uh, John Horse, good to see you, fan. Appreciate you stopping by as well. And much love to the fam. Appreciate everybody. Hit the like button if you didn't get a chance to hit that damn like button, uh, hit it for me, uh, and we'll get going in this thing. So we're going to start it off with the interview uh, from Jeff Ireland. If you guys didn't hear, uh like to hear it go. Put one in the chat if you can hear it, fam. Well, I was excited for us. I was excited for Sean. I mean, it's, uh, you know, look, I'm I'm in charge of the draft, so more draft picks for uh, for our staff and our team, and that's exciting. So, uh, you know, looking forward to uh, getting to work a little bit more uh, in the first round. How important was it to get the draft pick this year? There was some talk, depending on what team it was, it might be a 2024 first rounder. How important was it for you to get it this season? 
look, I think the discussions were, you know, wherever we got it, we were going to be fine with it. So, as far as like discussions with Nikki, I mean, obviously you're all in the loop with everything. Was it a process that came together quickly? Was it something with Sean and Denver that had been days in the works? You know, when I got involved, it was just in the last couple of days. But I'm I'm sure Mickey and Sean and and maybe Denver were were in, in discussions long before I Thank got involved. Fam. So I mean, I, like I was involved, but I you know, look that that's a Mickey question to be honest with you. Everyone has different. Oh, hold on, huh? Who called me? Hold on here. Who who said that's a Mickey question here? What's going on here? Who said that? Who said my name? Maybe Denver were were in, in discussions long before I got involved. So I mean, I, like I was involved, but I you know, look that that's a Mickey question to be honest with you. Everyone has different. Oh, there it is again. As far as you were involved, can you explain the process and maybe why it's hard to get the compensation? I guess everyone. Look again. Those are those are those are Mickey questions. I'll be honest with you. There's no Mickey questions. They're they're uh-huh. above my pay grade. I, I know that I felt in my in my studies, I thought it was really good compensation. That that's what I'll, I'll give you my opinion. I thought it was really good compensation. Did you set the bar at? I mean, again, your opinion at, at a first round draft pick was that what you thought? I felt like it was worth that, at least. Yeah. I know you have a close relationship with Sean. Ask them about the third round pick. It's like the elephant in the room. <laughs> it's like the goddamn elephant in the room. Ask them about the third round pick. I think it's adequate compensation. I think we got it. I mean, can we ask them about the third round pick? I mean, can we get some serious questions? Why would you give up a third? Notice they're not going to ask them about the third round pick. You know, the trade is the trade. I just got one question. Isn't Sean Payton good enough to get a first and a second, even if that's what we're going to get a first and a second round pick? But why do we need to surrender a third round pick back to Sean Payton? Why? At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Hey, can I tell you a secret? The secret to getting a great shave without any nicks, cuts, or irritation isn't three or four blades, a soap strip, or a swivel head. It's just supporting the blade. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just supporting the blade. Don't let it flex or bend. That's the secret to limiting shaving irritation. At Henson Shaving, we use our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to keep the blade from moving. It's not the coolest answer, but it's the right one. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Why? Why would we need to do that? And they won't. They gonna act like that third round pick don't exist, cause it's the elephant in the room. <laughs> That's why I say, man. You know what? That's why I love you guys. I gotta give a shout out to the Great Saint Think Tank. I've been doing this a lot lately because number one, I appreciate you guys for giving me your time. I appreciate you guys for giving me your your your, your intelligence and being here and you know and just being who you are. And number three, you know. A place where we can talk outside of just believing what these people say and not analyzing what they're saying. Like we're just supposed to take what they say and run with it without going over it. You know what I'm saying? It's just amazing, man. You know, what about the third round pick? (laughs) It's the elephant in the room. Okay, we got a first and a second. All right, fine. All right, but what about why we had to surrender a third round pick to get Peyton out of here? Why? Please answer that. 
<laughs> I tell you, man. Have you talked to him through the process and throughout any of this, or what is you know? I guess your status. The two of you all communicating still. No, I have not talked to him. The last time I saw him was in Arizona. I think uh, we bunch of us had dinner with him, but that's the last time I talked to him. Did this the process? Did did it start to feel like maybe it wasn't going to happen this year? There was a moment that we thought it might not happen. So again, I wasn't involved with all these these conversations. That was. Yeah. Uh, Again, above my pay grade, oh, and that me. was between I, Mickey and Sean well, and the right. good Broncos. And, um, so, but yeah, you know, on the outside, I mean, it felt like it, but I'm glad we got it done. Jeff, how much more flexibility do you do you guys feel like you have now? That you do have that first round pick. Does it open up more options? Just kind of, kind of, does that affect things? Well, it does. I mean, it doesn't really change our process, and as it, as it relates to the draft, I mean, we're always going to evaluate every single player as if we had a top five pick, a, a 15th pick, or a 29th pick. Um, so it doesn't really. It, change the way we do things or the way we approach the draft um, but it does give us more flexibility it gives us uh, gives us at least one more good player this year that uh, we can add to our football team we're excited about that right well that's what I was thinking you it helps a ton to be honest with you that was not that was by design we uh, we volunteered those coaches they volunteered um, we nominated them and uh, we'll get great information from each of them. Uh, I think the, the process that they go through, they're installing, they're sitting in the meeting rooms with those guys. That's more access than I'll ever get with them in terms of time with these players. I always liked coaching the Senior Bowl if we ever had the opportunity. I did it once in Miami. We had great access to the players. Uh, you really need time with players to really understand who they are and what they what their capacity to learn is. and. Uh, and, and just a little bit behind uh, closed doors really helps. So having four coaches here is going to help us. Do you, Jeff, prep, them? Do you, do you prep them kind of like, you know, hey, ask them these questions, take these kind of notes, like you tell them kind of what to look for? Sure, yeah, yeah absolutely. We give them a little cheat sheet, and, and these, are, these are the things that we need to know, and uh, they'll go through it and, and ask those questions, and um, hopefully we'll get the answers. Did you- like I said about Jeff Ireland, man, Jeff Ireland is, has been a blessing to the New Orleans Saints organization. I'm just going to keep it real. His, his just his ability to scout talent and just find guys like really good, solid football players has really helped out the saints. Really this kind of, it cut down to a great degree of the failures that we taken in the, in, in, in the drafted portion first through seventh round of the draft and whatever we don't get. It's like, Think about it like this. If we pressing to get a certain type of position that's not available and we know that at some point, whoever falls is always players that fall through the cracks uh, after the draft. And we end up getting these undrafted. We get the best undrafted guys. We always do because we have a reputation of putting these guys on a team, giving them opportunities to get playing time. I mean, you have guys like Deontay Harty. Who's, who turned into a pro bowler for the Saints. You had guys like JT Gray, another undrafted guy that we that they found who's a pro bowl special teamer. So, I mean, you find guys that are core special team aces like Dwayne Washington, another undrafted guy. Then you find contributors in rotations like Shy Tuttle and the rest of these guys like Malcolm Rhodes, Shy Tuttle. Um, then you find guys like uh, Rashid Shaheed, you know, who is just basically Deontay Hardy this year. And more. And then you find other guys to fill in, you know, the special team positions and the depth pieces. And some of them become real core guys like Carl Granderson. 
Granderson was a guy that came on and has really done a lot of good stuff. So the Saints have done a real phenomenal job of finding undrafted talent. Even the guys that are not even playing that's on the practice squad. These guys are talented. We're talking about Kirk Merritt, who didn't give a chance, you know, to be really spotlighted this past season. Lucas Crawl, the big tight end from Pitt. He's a really good one. So the Saints have done a really phenomenal job in finding undrafted talent so they're not pressed in the draft to locate a certain position. You see what I'm saying? But anyway, let's finish up with Ira. Do you feel like it was important to, for the organization to get the Sean Payton situation done and not have it sort of hanging over the team all of this coming football season? Is that important uh, in the building? Uh, look, I, we're, 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 oh, we're on to Dennis Allen and his staff and – you know, we're the New Orleans Saints, and who am I to say, you know, was it important? I mean, look, I, I got a job to do. We all have a job to do, and, um, you know, I, we're going to go do it. It pretty much says that, no, it's not. It's not, man, it's Dennis Allen's team. It's not Sean Payton's team. It's Dennis Allen's team. So we're not going to let some weak-ass talking point be, well, Sean Payton was looming over the top of the franchise. That's why the Saints were distracted and lost games. And <clears throat> That's not it. That's an excuse. Well, we had a bunch of injuries. That's why we only won seven games. <laughs> Partial credit. The reality is, no, you're professionals. You are professionals, and that's you're certainly paid like professionals. You are professionals, so you are supposed to, despite distractions, as a professional now, not an amateur, but as a professional, a true professional, you're supposed to win despite distractions. Now, I ask you this. What's larger? What's larger, a larger distraction? And I said this the last show. Elvin Kamara stumping the guy in the grape juice. How about Marcus May, the safety, uh, a, you know, allegedly involved in the road rage incident in which involved a gun and several 17 year old or whatever juvenile women in, the, in a, another car with him. They saying that they're, you know, allegedly brandished his gun at them. Is that which one is the biggest distraction? You know? So the thing is you, Dennis Allen accepted the job knowing that he was stepping in the shoes of a great Sean Page is the greatest coach ever coached the New Orleans Saints. He's the most winningest coach in franchise history. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. You see, and you are and Dennis Allen is not. He only got the job because of the blessing of Sean Payton telling Dennis Allen, oh, I don't listen here. I don't don't tell him that, Q. Don't, I don't, I don't, let me tell you something. Don't tell him that. Well, I'm going to tell him, Mickey, because it's the truth. The truth is you gave the job to Dennis Allen because Sean Payton told you to hire Dennis Allen. No other team in the NFL would have hired Dennis Allen for no head coaching position. Come on. He only got the job because of Sean Payton, not on his resume. You know, he didn't do enough based on some of the guys the Saints were interviewing. He most certainly, if it was based on resume, Doug Peterson should have got the job, to be honest with you. Doug Peterson came. He was the first person they interviewed. He had a Super Bowl ring, the same amount of rings that Sean Payton had, which was one. So, and they said, well, Q, he was gone. He didn't get a chance. No, you had first dibs at him. You had first dibs at him, you know? So, you know, at the end of the day, it, it, you know, you as a professional, you have to win regardless if there's things going on outside of the team or inside of the team. That is the point of being a professional. Let's finish up, fam. What do you enjoy the most about being here at the Senior Bowl? At the Senior Bowl? Yeah. Uh, well, I love having the opportunity 
to sit down with the player. You've been studying these players and sometimes two years ahead of the time you get a chance to really draft them. So, and, and for me, I didn't go to the East-West game this year. Um, this is the first time I've been able to sit down and talk to a player, you know, person to person, getting to know them, asking them tough questions, getting some answers that I've had questions on for, you know, months and months. And, uh, and it's not just me. It's our, it's our staff, all of our coaches and our, and our scouts getting those questions answered. And then we sit around and we powwow on, uh, on the things that we've learned from the, from the day. And, and that's exciting to, um, to get those answers. So when you're doing the interview process, for the first time, what are some of the traits you want to see out of these players? Self-awareness, you know, where, where they are in the world, you know, I mean, intelligence. That was quick. Uh, those are probably the two most uh, Self-awareness. See, that Just one, as a, again, we're getting face. 15 minutes with him. Sometimes I call it the speed dating rounds and you get four at a time and you got to really kind of get in there and ask these questions and then they're on the next, on to the next date. So, um, but uh, those are two things that we're looking for. Any more emphasis? Any more emphasis? than normal this year on the quarterback position at all? Again, our process really doesn't change. I mean, you know, when you had Drew, I mean, you, you kind of knew you are pretty much taken care of in that regard. And Thank so, you, Jet. Um, Thank you for hitting the subscribe know, button, have, bro. Uh, Welcome to the family. You know, one free agent quarterback um, and, and a practice squad quarterback under contract. So we do take it a little bit more serious this year because we need to find one. What Jeff, is you your thought We need to find one. Quarterback? Is it just kind of, you know, early in the draft? Do you feel like you can find – guys and value rounds like let's, re, let's replay that for a second fam because that's what you know one free agent quarterback um and, and a practice squad quarterback really doesn't change i mean you know when you had drew i mean you, you kind of knew you're pretty much taken care of in that regard and so um you know we have um, you know one free agent quarterback um and, and a practice squad quarterback under contract so we do take it a little bit more serious this year because we need to find one what Jeff, is your thought process one. on the quarterback? Is it just kind of, you know, early in the draft? Do you feel like you can find guys in value rounds? Like just kind of your opinion on drafting. I mean, you drafted book before. Just your thought on, you know, when you, know, it, you like. It, it all depends. you got to have the right traits. you got to have the right traits. you got to have the right intelligence. Um, quarterback in, in the history of the game is generally you have to take one early. Um, the the Tom Brady's haven't really been out there for the, in the sixth round very often. Um we were able to acquire one in Dallas, Tony Romo in free agency, and um, you know that's a little bit of you know luck of the draw. Um, but you you have to um, you have to usually select the really good ones early. Uh, there's a reason why they're up there in the top of the draft. Um, but you're looking for traits. Um, you're looking for processing speed, accuracy. You know all the uh, traits that you're looking for. So um, I don't know that. Um, you know, right now we're just gathering information on the quarterbacks, on all the quarterbacks. Again, it's the first time we've ever chance to talk to them. Um, but we've, we've seen all the tape. We've evaluated the player. You, now we're evaluating the person. Jeff, there's some teams I like to take a swing at that every couple of years. It sounds like you like to be a little bit more deliberate and ask to be maybe the right guy. Like, do you have a philosophy on that? Or, or? Yeah, it has to be the right guy. I mean, that, that uh, you know, you just don't want to be, you know, throwing darts. I mean, you want to be, be a lot more accurate uh, – uh, and, and decisive on who the person is and um, because I think we fall in love with quarterbacks really fast and we fall out of love with quarterbacks very fast. So you have to be very deliberate in my opinion. Who's, who's we? The, the media or even teams in Teams in general, yeah, sure. Everybody does. Yeah. yeah. What, what, how, how much further will you, like, if, if every other position, you know, if they're, if they're great as a 90, you, you take them now, how, how much further will you go up? 
for a quarterback. Like we, Good question, Joe. Oh, but Mike Triplett is awesome, man. Mike Triplett always asks the best questions. Love Mike Well, you had to put yourself in a position to get the players that you love. And in the scenario that you're talking about, that's a that's a very hypothetical uh, scenario. Moving you up had to, to put yourself in position to get the players. You got to trust your scouts. You got to trust your coaches. You got to trust your evaluation. And if you well, love, I trust my scouts. I don't know about that other one. Love someone, you know, you either you love him in the second round, probably, you know, you got to go get him. In other words, you got to go get him. So that that would be my philosophy. Is that hand in hook? Year coming up. What's your opinion on the season I think Chris had a great a great season, to be honest with you. Look, we were a little bit in flux with the quarterback position early on, and he kept making plays. And um, he really kind of did exactly what we thought he would be, very polished, very fast. The fact that he had to be the number one guy when Mike went down early on in his rookie season, I thought he performed very well. Uh, extremely excited about uh, Chris and his future here. Um, as much as we are, so. Trevor – and Alante and DeMarco, we're excited about yep. all our draft picks. We think uh, they Solid. got huge upsides. Um, you know, so you know the answers. Um, you know, rookie of the year, and yeah, it'd be great to, you know, throw on his resume. And, um, and and I'm rooting for him. If I had a vote, I'd vote for him. So I'm excited about uh, all the rookies. Do you remember I know anything from the scouting? Do you remember anything from the scouting process on him that just like jumps out to you almost a year later? Yeah. Um, the fact that uh, he's a very polished person as well as a polished receiver. And then let's stop it right there. And, and then what uh, Jeff Ireland does, he kind of reworks it and talks about how how really uh, good Chris Olave is. But really the sticking point that I want the family members to kind of uh, keep in their mind is what he said about the quarterback position. And Jameis, well, he didn't say too much about Jameis. He did lay out a few things, and he did mention some characteristics here that I want to go over here as we get into this article right here from the Bleacher Report. Saints appear ready to move on from Jeff, from Jameis Winston. Now, this was uh, according to uh, the interview that I just played for you guys here. Uh, Jameis Winston signed a two-year deal to remain in New Orleans this offseason, but he may not be around for the final year of the deal. When we need to find one, you, you just heard it, the Saints Vice President and Assistant General Manager Jeff Ireland said recently when asked about the team's plan at the QB position, he said, it has to be the right guy. Got to have the right traits. Got to have the right intelligence. In the history of the game, generally, you have to take one early. So early, first round, second round. The Saints have a 29th selection and a second round pick, right? I don't see, you know, and they do They do have some quarterbacks. Now, if you look at this current, the way the draft, I mean, the draft is lining up according to the team's records. You can base, you can basically see this this first round might leave like last year was what one quarterback and that was the guy from Pitt, Pittsburgh, uh, Ryan Pickett or Ryan whatever his name is I forget his name y'all put it in check the, the the rookie quarterback that beat us, but this year could change drastically most certainly you got Bryce Young you have uh, C J Stroud you got Hendon Hooker who's who's hurt right now but rehabbing well according to some of the reports I don't know if you'll be ready for the combine. But if he wasn't hurt, this guy's a first round draft pick. Now, the Saints might be fortunate to get him to fall to him in, you know, to the second round. But, you know, if he's there, the thing is, there'll be a quarterback there, a really good one. The thing is, do the Saints pull the trigger on the quarterback and and Dennis Allen's the decision maker? This season right here, Dennis Allen, if he don't win this season, he's going to get fired. 
This is the bottom line that who that nation is not going to allow Dennis Allen to go into a third year. They know that because what's going to end up happening is, is that the New Orleans Saints going to see when the season starts that they're going to see a lot of people staying away from the team. A lot of the stuff that's going on, because if you, you have to have a, a, you know, a, I guess a glitzy off season to a degree to build up, um, you know, some support or some excitement is the best word there. Some excitement for the upcoming season. And all of you seen so far are very melancholy, milk toast moves at best. Because whoever you're letting out, you're not, are you going to bring in the same type of talent to keep it all up? This is the key here. And I got some articles I'm going to go over with you guys. So I don't want you to get mad. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Mario. Kenny Pickett. Uh, so, you guys are going to see, I don't want you to get mad, you know, take your blood pressure medicine or take sip on something or whatever you got. Because I just want to walk through this with you on this one. Now, anyway, let's finish this up. He said he has to be the right guy. I don't know if Dennis Allen is what I'm saying. The previous comment, I don't know if Dennis Allen is going to take a quarterback in the first or second round for the New Orleans Saints this upcoming year because his job is on the line. You think Dennis Allen is going to rely on a rookie quarterback? Just saying, you know, it's a big, it's a big call because he's not going to get into no year three. He's under the burner and sitting on the hot seat, both him and yeah, hold on now, that guy. All right, Ireland statement that the team needs to find someone, the right intelligence. Damn, shot at Jameis. <laughs> Feels like a shot at Winston in the perpetuation of a stereotype about black quarterbacks. Well, listen, I don't know what that if that what the guy meant at Jameis. But then again, if you think about it, even though Jameis is on the team, we know Jameis is not going to be a member of this team. They disrespected him. How could you go and play for Dennis Allen after what he did you? Last year, don't get me wrong, Jameis is matured as a person here. He could say, let's let bygones be bygones. I see that happening with Jameis Winston. I don't see that happening with Dennis Allen. They never wanted Jameis Winston here. That's the proof. That's the positive. That's why they chased down Deshaun Watson. And when he turned him away, they settled on Jameis. They settled on Jameis. So, you know, this might be an opportunity to get from up under Jameis. And I think the Saints are probably going to end up doing it. Dennis Allen wants to pick his own quarterback. And something tell me it might be the guy that used to play for the Raiders. It just It's all lining up to be rel- relatively simple, isn't it, family? It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 Film Collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plans, streams, and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Winston started the first three games of the season suffering multiple fractures in his lower back in week one. Uh, glad he said that. 
think uh, that severely hampered them in the next two games. Love that because he's giving it to you like it is. In week four, head coach Dennis Allen started journeyman Andy Dalton. Even with Jameis Winston healthy and the offense sputtering, Allen refused, refused to return to the team's opening day starter. Instead, Dalton started for the rest of the season. We covered that. The results were mediocre as one would expect a team led by Dalton this late in his career. The lowest points came in week 18 and lost to Carolina when the defense only allowed 32 passing yards. How did you lose that game? How did you lose that game? I go back and I ask that question because I remember I was watching some of that stream a couple of, you know, last week or something. It just popped up and I was watching it. And I remember going at the statistics you only had 32 passing yards in the game. <laughs> they was on shutdown. How did we lose? It just don't make any sense. But Winston, 64 and two seasons as a starter in New Orleans, completed 168 of 276, 61% with his passes for over 2,000 yards, eight touchdowns against eight, 18 touchdowns, excuse me, against eight interceptions. Not bad in the couple of years that he was in. He was six and four as a starter. So when you put his whole body of work together, remember to do that. As his whole, as his starter in the New Orleans building, through 18 touchdowns against eight interceptions with a 61% per, uh, uh, completion percentage. That's not bad at all, family. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. All right, so he suffered in 21. He suffered a season-ending ACL tear against the Bucks. He showed enough promise during his first six games as a starter that the team resigned him to a two-year deal at $28 million during the 2022 season. Always downplay the numbers. But I'm like, you gave 20 plus million to Jameis over two years, then just relegated him to a backup man. The Saints would save almost 13 million by designating him as a post June 1st cut. You don't think the Saints do that? Hmm? You don't think they do that? Thank you, Greg. He says, I really want to hear Winston's side about all this. Yeah, it's coming, bro. Eventually it's coming because it, it, at some point this has to hash itself out. It has, it has to, you know, it's coming. All right. So, the Saints would save almost $13 million by do, by designating them as a June, a post-June 1st cut. Once again, thank you, Greg, for that. So you don't think the Saints are going to, which they don't want Jameis, by the way. Rumors are linking them to other people out there. And you don't think they're going to say, boom, hit them with the axe and get thir- almost $13 million back? And they don't really want Jameis anyway. They were not committal, co- you know, committing about Jameis. They wasn't saying Jameis is our quarterback, you know, it, you know, you hear Mickey come out and say nothing about, oh, well, listen here, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to commit to that. I'm not going to say anything about that. You know, I don't talk to Dennis. Yeah, okay, Mickey. But New Orleans have the assets now to grab a new quarterback after acquiring a first-round pick for Denver for Sean Payton. For whatever reason, the Saints starting QB doesn't appear to be Winston. He was never given much of an opportunity anyway. And like we said, they didn't really want Jameis Winston down here. They settled on Winston. I, I can keep it real and tell y'all and just keep it real about that, fam. We knew that, you know, so it is ending up what is going to end the way it was supposed to end. But the cold blooded part about it is you you could at least gave him two years to figure it out. So you mean to tell me Dennis Allen gets two years, but Jameis Winston don't. You know, how's that work? Anyway, let's move on. This is the next one here. We got Coach Richard and Ryan Nielsen goes to the Atlanta Falcons to be their defensive coordinator. That's number one. So their defense is going to get better against your offense next year. That's number one. Number two is the Saints interview Joe Woods for the defensive coach position. And I'm like, who the hell is Joe Woods? 
after losing both co-defensive coordinators. Remember Chris Richard, we covered that yesterday, that Coach Richard and the Saints agreed to part ways. Some said he was fired. Some said he simply agreed. Because this is the thing. And we talked about this on the sports comb in the Great Saint Think Tank. Put one in the chat, you know, for people that probably didn't watch the show or just joining us for the very first time. Put one in the chat for our more experienced family members that heard us talk about the fact that the defensive coordinator position in New Orleans is not really a defensive coordinator. It is a assistant coach position. And Dennis and Dennis Allen is the coordinator. Put one in the chat if you heard me say that before. And that is the what's going on here. Coach Richard and Coach Nielsen do not want to be somebody's assistants. That's what the co-coordinator position is. If you're a defensive coordinator, they want to call their own plays and run their defense, just like he let Pete Carmichael run his offense without interfering. Defensive coordinator, you had two co-coordinators, didn't have any responsibilities. They were basically position coaches. One was a defensive line coach. The other guy was a special teams coach, right? As a defensive coordinator, you get to call the plays for your defense and set up your defense the way you want it to be. That's how it worked. Dennis Allen's not looking for that. We're going to cover that. And matter of fact, I should have had uh, the end. I'm going to see if I could pull it up. The interview where um, I think it's uh, uh, Ian Rappaport was talking about this and making mention of it. And I said, I, I knew that. I knew that was one of the reasons why these men wanted to go because they want to call the plays. And Ian Rappaport basically said that Dennis Allen is going to play. He said it verbatim. I'm saying what he said verbatim is that Dennis Allen will call plays for the defense in the, in the upcoming year, which means whoever you have as a defensive coordinator is only that in name. They're not going to actually be coordinating no defenses. Dennis Allen will be calling the place. He'll be running the defense. So he basically wants a defensive assistant. That's pretty much what this is. And if this is what it is, Joe Woods, who got fired by Cleveland for Swartz, the former Detroit uh, head coach, and he did some other stops along the way, Jim Swartz. He, he, they took an ax to, to Joe Woods. Get it? Ax Woods. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> the Palacero of the NFL Network reports on Thursday that New Orleans Saints will interview just the interview, they're not signing this guy. Cleveland Browns fired defensive coordinator Joe Woods for their own defensive coordinator position. Uh, you know, Saints 7-10 under first-year uh, coach Allen, defensive coordinator Dennis Allen last year, and former defensive coordinator. He is the he, Allen is the defensive coordinator. The Saints ranked fifth in total defense and second against the pass in 2022, but just 24th against the run and 30th in turnovers forced. So, for, uh, forced. So that's just going. So you remember Coach Richard's special team units was one of the best in the league. He gets fired or resigns or however it goes. Dan Richard, one of the best and most versatile men, he gets fired. These guys, some of your best guys that won with Peyton but can't win with this other guy we got sitting up here. Anyway, 24th against the run. Remember, you were always top five, top 10. Just last year, you were top five. How did you go bottom <laughs> bottom 25 to 30. How'd that work? How do you went from 25 on back? That's crazy. 24th against the run, giving up 120, 130 something yards of games in some cases, you know, absolutely crazy. Knowing that he, the defensive man, he being Dennis Allen, knowing that seeing that Sunday after Sunday did nothing to correct it. Sit up there and watched it closer than you are to your screen. Looking at it, sit up there looking at it every game and allow it to happen. 
Some ga- some games the Saints did stop it, but when them people turned to run on, they took it from the Saints. They took it from them. All right, so anyway, uh, you know, the turnovers, in addition to Allen, the unit was also run by co-defensive coordinator Ryan Nielsen and, and Chris Richard. Nielsen, also a defensive line coach, left the Saints last week to accept the defensive coordinator position for Atlanta, a real coordinator position. On Wednesday, the Saints announced that they would not retain Richard, also the secondary coach. Linebackers coach Mike Hodges is the only position coach still currently on the staff. Now, you do have some assistants like Corey Robinson, who oversaw the safeties last year. I'm thinking he might get a boost up to secondary coach. We'll see. And we'll be the, and we'll be the defensive coach for a defensive back coach for the American team in the senior bowl as it stands. The 50, now more about Woods. The 52-year-old Joe Woods had been the def- defensive coordinator for Cleveland since 2020, replaced by Jim Swartz this season. In three seasons with the Browns, Woods oversaw one of the better units in the league, including a fifth-ranked defense in 21. Before joining Cleveland, Woods was the defensive coordinator for the Broncos in 2017 and 2018, the DB's coach in Denver from the previous two years. He served as the secondary coach for the Niners in, for 2019, the Raiders in 2014, hmm, 2016, 2006 to 2013. He was with the Vikings and Buccaneers 04 to 05. So this guy had been around. Woods was the defensive backs coach under Dennis Allen for the Raiders in 2014 and was fired four games and Allen was fired four games in 2014. He's putting the band back together. (laughs) Hey family, Dennis Allen's getting that old band back together. (laughs) Y'all excited? Dennis Allen is getting the band back together. He got L he got Woods here. Tis the season for chicken fingers at Raisin Cane's. Warm up with hand-battered, cooked-to-order chicken fingers, crispy, crinkle-cut fries, garlicky, buttered Texas toast, and the real source of holiday magic, cane sauce. And while you're treating yourself, don't forget to treat everyone on your list to Cane's gift cards and New York City-inspired plush puppies that benefit pet organizations. Happy holidays from Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers. One love. I'm about to call the man L. Woods. Joe Woods. He pulled him out of the, he pulled him out of the, 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 uh, uh, pulled him out the forest somewhere, you know, and now you got him and he worked with Dennis Allen back in 2014. So he getting the band back together. <laughs> I laugh because it's funny. Shout out to Bob, man, for this article, man, covering it. All right. And let's go to a, a real funny. If that one tickle you, let me tickle you with this one. If you ain't laughing yet report, listen to this one. Three coaches to Sean Payton's report links three coaches to Sean Payton's new Broncos coaching staff. If you ain't hear about this one, kindly listen. Sean Payton is beginning to build his coaching staff with the Denver Broncos. We talked about this. Now that the Broncos landed Payton, all eyes have turned to how the the new coach will set about building his staff. With Vic Fangio officially out of the mix, we know that Payton has been talking to uh, Elvero, and possibly returning to the Broncos defensive coordinator position. Now, Evero is under, under contract still and could be persuaded to get excited about staying in Denver if it meant working under a head coach like Peyton. Then again, it is possible Evero could land one of the remaining head coaching jobs, which he's a candidate for. You know, so that would be a good job. But more likely, the NFL is telling Evero that he needs one more year as a coordinator to fully ripen 
uh, on the head coach of Vine. Nah, man, go ahead and see what you can get. Look at Dennis Allen, man. <laughs> what you talking about? The ripening on the Vine. Man, you ain't nothing guaranteed to you. Look at Dennis Allen. If anything's showing you in, you can't be any worse than Dennis Allen. Go take a shot. Take a shot. But what if Everett rebuffs Peyton? It's possible considering he refused the Broncos interim head coaching job after his long life friend Nathaniel Hackett was fired. He's just honorable. Just honorable dude. If Everett wants out of Denver, Peyton will have no shortage of options to replace him as the defensive coordinator. On the other side of the ball, there are a couple of coaches that Nine News, Mike Kliss, has already linked to Peyton in Denver. And he's saying other coaches, assistants in the mix to join Peyton's staff in Denver are his former Saints quarterbacks coach, Joe Lombardi, who was fired from his position as the Chargers offensive coordinator, former Saints offensive line and tight ends coach, Dan Richard, <laughs> former defensive back coach, Chris Richard, and Richard and Richard were recently let go by second-year head coach, Dennis Allen. Labardi's name, Cashier, was dim somewhat after he unceremoniously was fired by the Chargers. However, him and Peyton have a long storied history. Labardi served under Peyton for 12 of his 16 seasons and worked closely with Drew as a position coach and go between between Peyton. And remember, it'll be Peyton calling the offensive plays in Denver. Rushar would be an obvious choice for Peyton as he sets about rebuilding the offensive line. So you get offensive line coach. Saints just keep helping. They're, the Saints are the gift that keeps giving, especially Sean Payton. Way after the fact, Rashard helped Payton glean excellent O-line results for five years. They're going to line it up. It wouldn't surprise me to see Payton top Rashard as offensive coordinator in Denver if things don't work out with Lombardi. As for Rashard, he's been a rising defensive star in the NFL coaching world for, for years now, making it somewhat of a surprise to see him fired by the Saints. If things don't pan out whatever role, Richard could be tapped as the Peyton's defensive coordinator. Possibly Richard has also served. He's also served as a defensive coordinator in Seattle over the Legion of Boom defense. So as you can see, the Saints are the gift that just keep on giving, especially if your name is Sean Payton. We just keep on giving, baby, over and over. So you have your future offensive line coach, Coach Payton, going to reach at him. Joe Lombardi can help out as the OC. Hopefully take Pete Carmichael with him. It don't look like it, though. <laughs> Payton, please take Pete Carmichael with you. Matter of fact, see if Dennis Allen wants the job up there. Take him with you, too. So they got three really solid coaches. Lombardi, Dan Richard should have not got fired. That was a bad firing. And Coach Richard, all he did was, was coach up one of the top secondaries in the league. Make it make sense. Make it make sense to me. Well, Rashard hiring, I kind of made made it make sense to myself because what Rashard means is his firing means is that he didn't want to, because listen, he's still there, but Nielsen's gone to Atlanta. So that means that the job would fall to him automatically. Well, it would be good for him to figure out with Dennis Allen if he, he being Rashard could be the full coordinator, meaning control the defense, call the plays. That didn't happen. And I said that I was like, he has some leverage right now because people are looking at him. And still, there are teams out there that don't have coaches that could end up choosing him as a defensive coordinator. These guys, whether they be Ryan Nilsson or Chris Richard, these guys want to be coordinators. They want to be able to control their group. They want to control the defense. They don't need some guy standing over the defense trying to call plays like you know what he's doing and you don't know what he's doing. So Joe Woods is the guy the Saints bring in for an interview, a direct connection to Dennis Allen. And you lose Nielsen and Richard. I just just let's see if it all 
the, the it's a lot of transition and not enough goodness coming in the team. So anyway, <laughs> that hope that tickle you. But anyway, let, let's do a brief recap before we end the stream. We played much of the Jeff Ireland assistant, uh, the, the general manager, Jeff Ireland's interview. He made mention about several key things, including the Jameis Winston. Well, he didn't say James. He talked about the quarterback position, made some commentary. I don't think he was aiming at Jameis. I think he was just talking to the uh, the type of quarterback he wanted. But it is crazy being that Jameis is still under contract. Andy Dalton isn't. Andy Dalton is not under contract with the Saints. He only had a one-year deal. Jameis still is under contract. And I think Taysom Hill is still too. So really the only true quarterback that you have on your team is Jameis Winston. So if you're looking for an intelligent quarterback or, you know, would it just be smart for the Saints to keep what they got? But then again, it might not be in their hands. It might be in somebody else's hands. Uh, thank you, Troy. Troy said, hey, Q, this was, uh, this was intentional in my opinion. Absolutely, bro. And people, I, I'm, I was going over it and I was seeing the great, what's up, Marlon? Uh, HB, what's happening, fam? Uh, my dog, shout out to you. What's up, Ryan? Shout out. Brother Dave, I see you. And thank you for the, uh, the super chat too, brother Troy. This is this is absolutely listen, the third round draft pick is kind of hedging that like when we talked about that and still there wasn't any any explanation like you making trades of Sean Payton. It's supposed to be press conferences, aren't they? And Jeff Ireland gets on front to press. He's at the senior bowl thing and they asking him questions and he's referring to questions to Mickey Loomis. They so back ass that you traded Sean Payton. You don't do a press conference to explain what you did. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't do that? Mickey, you ain't, you ain't going? Well, well, you know, hold on, IQ. Now, listen, I'm not finished. We're still, you know, we're still going through the motions. We're trying to figure it out. You know, that's what we're trying to do. Thank you, Marlon. Shout out to you, bro. So are we tank? I ain't saying, I'm not thinking we're tanking. But what, what, when, 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 when Troy says intentional, the way I, what I glean from that is the fact that the third round, I may go to the third round. The third round picks the smoking bullet, the smoking gun to, for me, right? It's the, it's the smoking gun because they don't want, nobody's asking the question about why you gave up a third round pick. Now they talk about, they had a little graph that showed us all the stuff that Denver gave up to get Sean Payton one year and Russell Wilson the previous year, right? They give up three first rounders, so many second round, whatever it is, right? To get these guys right now, they gave that up because they understood that they're they're building a team that is in win now mode, right? So you leverage the future for the present. That's what this is. When you give up first round picks, high picks for aging players or players, you have no choice but to you're playing for now and not the future. In other words, you get what I'm saying. So that's the game that they're playing because they want to win. They're desperate to win right now. So. The third round draft pick that you gave along with Sean Payton out to get a one and a two back, that didn't make any sense. Why would you surrender the third? Number one, Denver was desperate. And I keep putting this out here. You know, I said this and this is something that we'll probably revisit at some point. But you have a third round pick the Saints gave up in 2024. Why? Why would you need to do that? Sean Payton was enough draw to get the first and the second round pick. But they will not answer the question about the third round pick. What was that about? Because that's the Saints trying to help out Sean Payton. All of this is Sean Payton. They didn't take extra picks because of Payton. This is Mickey Loomis at work. 
And notice when he, these things happen, they don't jump up with press conferences right away to tell you what time it is like most other NFL teams do. Tra- trading Sean Payton away, your best coach and Hall of Fame, future Hall of Fame coach, is a big deal. Why no press conference on that? Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash USBP. You see? End of the season, no press conference. We had we we had the great Saint Thing Tank and who that nation put so much pressure on Mickey Loomis them that he had to jump early on the press conference and did a press conference with no answers and then told the family members in the press conference that they didn't have an off season plan his word not my word and I called it before he called it I said these people don't have a plan that's why they they moving like this then they don't do nothing for two to three weeks into the offseason. So you don't even have a plan for the offseason, and you're a week into the offseason. Remember, he did the press conference a week into the offseason while telling you they don't have a plan for the offseason. And that wasn't just hyperbole. They really didn't have a plan because he had no answers. Like, who's staying, who goes? We haven't done any of our player evaluations, Q. Come on now. You can't ask all these questions. No, no, no. None of that. He had no answers. We played the press conference and reacted to it right here. So at the end of the day, you know, it's like, it's, you're not, and, and the problem with that was, is while other teams that are nine playoff teams fam, they know what they screwed up on and what they need to do to get it fixed. They're in here looking for coaches. They fire, hire, if they got a general manager, that's bad. They're trying to get them a GM. They're doing interviews over several candidates. They're doing interviews with, uh, position group coaches, whether it's offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, special team guys, right? Position uh, assistant coaches, offensive line, all this kind of stuff. While teams was doing that, the Saints were being getting given permission to other teams to interview their defensive coordinators and assistants and all this kind of stuff. You talk about Ryan Nielsen, he's gone. Uh, coach Richard's gone. And our quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator, uh, Ryan, Ronald Curry got interviewed yesterday for the offensive coordinator position for Tampa. And this is this. And then what, what, what are we four weeks, a month into the offseason? And the Saints just did their first interview or haven't done it yet, but are attempting to do their first interview a month into the offseason with most of the good coaching coaches are already pilfered. 
most of the good position coaches, like a good offensive coordinator or a good person that can help you there, are pilfered. They're gone. They're gone. So once again, the Saints, with that early bird gets the worm type of thing, the Saints way behind. Stuff happened with the Sean Payton move. No press conference. Why? Because questions are going to be asked about why did you give Payton that pick? We needed that pick. We needed that third round draft pick with the rest of, we can't afford to give out picks. You had everything you needed. Why are you giving him help? Well, you know, Q, we got to help him. We're the saints. If anybody doesn't help people, we got to help them. Well, who helps us, Mickey? Oh, well, well, don't worry about that. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's insane. But at the end of the day, man, Jeff Ireland is a guy that knows you know, the scouting asset, he'll bring some some players here. My thing is, I just hope, hope we have the right collection of coaches and this guy's lining up old, all his old buddies from his failing ass days from the Raiders. And more than likely, he's going to bring his 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 hand-picked quarterback. <laughs> he's going to drive his little old car from Las Vegas right to New Orleans, man. My goodness, man. Please don't be the case. And of course, we talked about this article and we played some of uh, uh, Jeff Ireland's interview that corresponded with this article talking about Saints appeared to be ready to move on from Jameis Winston. This is definitely the case. The trust is fractured. It's only a matter of time, in my opinion. And we know that Dennis Allen is going to get, you know, who he wants. And he's putting his little band back together, man. So, and speaking of the band, this is Joe Woods, who was fired by the Browns for Jim Swartz. And how do you know? And we covered this article. Shout out to Bob. He wrote this and he basically linked uh, Woods and you know L Joe Woods I'll say Joe Joe Woods and Dennis Allen worked together when he was in Oakland when he was the head coach uh, Woods worked with him out there so you're getting the band back together so you got Joe Woods possibly gonna be named the defensive assistant or defensive line he's a secondary guy he, he's he's is a secondary guy so we'll see if he passes the interview and becomes the guy and then you got a guy that was linked to Dennis Allen in various reports and insiders which is Carr. So <laughs> Dennis Allen is getting the band back together, baby. And then finally, we talk about the article right here. And this is coming from Mile High Huddle from their side of things. And they're talking about some of the uh, inside baseball that this was this was a report that came out from one of the local uh, 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 television stations that was talking about people in the mix to join Sean Payton's staff, which is Coach Richard, uh, Dan Rouchard, who was your former uh, everything coach, one of the best coaches we had and former offensive coordinator and former Saint uh, uh, coach, Joe Lombardi. So Coach Payton, he getting his band back together. Only problem is his band might be better than yours. It might, their music is definitely going to be better. So anyway, that's what I got for y'all today. Shout out to the fam, man. Listen, tonight I wanted to open up the phone lines, but we're going to run kind of, we're going to run into uh, my Pelican stream that we got going uh, that'll be coming up at around at, after seven. So what I'll do tomorrow is I promise you s- just join me to Friday tomorrow stream and I open up the phone lines for the family members to chime in. Stuff. I think the Saints are healthy. No doubt about it. Saints are healthy. Sean Payton, they really are. <laughs> there is no choice. They don't make no choice but get rid of Coach Richard. I mean, why not just give him the defensive coordinator job? Why? I mean, all it takes is 
because he's already for you. Why not just say, yeah, kosher salt, you know what? You can have it. You can call the place. You, you can have the unit. Why not just give it to him? But this, this is what I'm saying about Dennis Allen. This is what I'm saying. people I can't stand because you got like you got you might work for somebody or you might be have a relative of this type of person right you just know the person something wrong with them you can look at them and see something wrong with them right you you know somebody you know must have dropped them on their head when they was young or somebody was you know he ran and he was running to make a catch and, and he wasn't paying attention he ran into the side of a truck you that that dude man you know something wrong with that cat but at the end of the day when, you, when he tries, he tries to tell him, hey, bro, don't do that. That's not going to work. Say, sis, don't do that. That's not going to work. You would probably do better to do this. And you know what? He's like, no, I'm going to do it my way. And then next thing you know, that's how it ends up. So hold on here, fam. Can't hear. All right, fam. Is that better? I don't know why y'all having problems hearing me now. I don't know. Okay. All right, can y'all hear now? Put one in the chat if you can hear me, because I didn't touch anything. All right, put one in the chat. Thank you, Steve. Shout out to Steve, man. Hold on here. All right, y'all put one in the chat if y'all can hear me. Y'all should be able to. Okay, it's going in and out, they're saying. Okay, I don't know why that's going on, fam. I don't know why. Okay, you Gucci now. Okay, good. I don't know why that went on like that. Sometimes that don't be me, bro. Sometimes it be this stuff here. I don't know. Because it didn't show me an indication. Okay, thank y'all. Thank you. All right, so what I'm saying is, let me just say what I was saying, is that they got a person like that. You work with them. You're, it's a family member. A person like, there's something wrong with this person. They they you know, they know got it in their mind that this is going to work, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. This is going to work. And they're like, dude, I know what I'm doing, that it's not going to work. That is the worst possible idea to do that particular action, to do it that way. It's not efficient. It's going to cost you more time whatever i don't care this is my way i'm going to do it and the next thing you know you got it end up it's a big failure it's a a, a, a six it's crazy and then at the end of the day he's sitting up there telling you that we had a bad day at the office <laughs> oh we just had a bad day at the office okay you you what about the other bad days the 10, you, the 10 we had 10 bad days at the office yes q we did okay you're happy we had 10 bad days at the office. Well, you know, I wish we had one good day and put you on unemployment line. Let you go up there and join Sean Payton. Follow him around because that's the only success you're ever going to have is following around Sean Payton, let me tell you. But anyway, man, listen, let me tell you something. We'll be back Friday. I promise you guys I'll open up the phone lines. I can't really do it right now because we pushed up against the, my Pell, uh, broadcast for my Pelican people. We got the Pelicans playing tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, that's coming on up at uh, 7.30. And I, I won't open up the phone lines for at least a couple hours. And tomorrow will be a show. Simply we'll do a little news and then we'll open up the phone lines and do like maybe a three-hour stream. I haven't done a three-hour stream in a while. Going to open up the phone lines. And I know you guys got a lot to talk about. So we're going to let you guys kind of run through it and do what we do. All right. So with that being said, fam, please feel free to do me a service and hit the like button. If you hadn't hit the like button, hit the like button for your boy. Feel free to share the show on the social media feed. Shout out to all the family members that smashed that like button on Facebook uh, book. Marlon, thank you. And uh, Troy, thank you for your super chat. Steve, thank you for hitting the, the button. Jet, shout out to Jet and David. Shout out for hitting that subscribe button. Steven as well. Much love, fam. 
Uh, Kenneth, what's happening, bro? I see you, Kenneth Mitchell. Shout out to your fam. Listen, I'll be back tomorrow, fam. Y'all join me tomorrow, I promise you. What's up, Colorado? Shout out to your fam. All right, discipline is key. <laughs> uh, okay, F. Sean Payton. I hope nothing but the worst for him. And D.A. will have a good Sean and get all the credit, just like Sean did in 06. All right, thank you. Je- Jeff Duncan would be very upset with you, uh, discipline is key, because Jeff Duncan... Uh, believes that uh, any uh, that Sean Payton is not a quitter, even though he quit in the middle of his contract. He's not a quitter. No, he's not. He just he resigned. Uh, <laughs> where you where did he get these people from, man? What what, what, you know, what what you know? No, he quit. He quit. Not like Sean Payton, but he quit. You know, stop stop pedalizing these people, man. Putting them on pedals pedal uh, on pedestals like they some type of. People you can't criticize. No, Peyton quit on the Saints. He quit on the Who That Nation. So, and usually when you quit on people, newsflash, sometimes they get a little upset with you. When you quit on people, sometimes they get a little upset on with you. So you quit and you don't want the, the, the smoke for being a quitter. So you got a guy trying to cover the path and say, oh, no, he, you, you wrong for calling him. He's a quitter. He's a quitter. And it's tarnishing. It. Uh, shut up. Shut your ass up. <laughs> Shut up. You already you wrote that book on Drew Brees. You eating off them people, man. That's enough is enough, man. Take your little old tired ass somewhere, man. <laughs> what I'm talking about, man. The who that nation is the reason why Peyton is rich because we gave money. We we gave money to the team. If it, 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 you know what I'm saying? It ain't dash damn sure ain't your goddamn money. You, you got a press pass. You don't pay for nothing. <laughs> Shut your ass up. You got people, we pay for stuff around here. We don't have no badges to walk in there for free. We should all have badges, to be honest with you, the money we forked in for it. And all the stuff we pay for, I keep going back to the concessions in the dome. Let me tell you something. Yeah, that's worse than theater food. You go down there. Ball, you paying double up, triple up for everything up in that place. For everything up in the parking, you got to pay $25 to park. You got to pay all that money for concessions. You got all that gear up and that gear three times what it's supposed to be worth. <laughs> hey, we're going to talk about critic- not criticizing the dude that we gave the money to. Shut your tired ass up, man. <laughs> Why do these people? I thank the Lord for the great Saint Tank Tank. Let's just be honest with you, man. Because if we didn't have the great Saint Tank Tank and others like this, man, we wouldn't be able to get these people in line, man. They would they'd be trying to create narratives where you all wrong. Well, you wrong. How dare you criticize Coach Peyton? No, 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 no. We can criticize Peyton. We love Coach Peyton. We supported him. We supported him for almost 20 years of sellouts. We sold out the dome. You, you had a long line, a, a, a long list of ticket people backed up for the next five plus years. We, we, if it, we put our money where our mouth is, if anything, you know. But at the end of the day, yes, you can criticize Sean Payton because he's a person. He is a person and he does wrong shit all the time. And I covered it on the show all these years. <laughs> and I was criticizing Sean Payton when others wouldn't. Well, you ain't going to talk about Sean Payton. Well, who is he, God? I can't. <laughs> so I can ask questions to God, but I can't ask Sean Payton no questions. Get your ass <laughs> People, man, get your silly ass out of here. I thank the most high for the great Saint Tank Tank for real, man, because no longer can these people create these narratives without us having something to say about it. And they really don't like that. 
because for so for so long they had it where they it was only their way and their words and their agenda. Now that you become you could become a writer. Now that you are a content creator. Now that you're a person that's a, a independent and critical thinking, you can buck their agenda and all of their little scripts or their little uh, uh, fillery, uh, flirtedly words that they like to throw at you and these like these little narratives they like to cook up. So when you, now we known as we narrative busters. So so you you making a change. We're making a change together and we're steering the ship now. And some people don't like that, that you actually got your words out there and your words is not the same to them. Not because it's not the same. It's just different. It's a different vantage point from the same thing. And most of them say the same thing. They regurgitate the same thing because that's the narrative. You're outside the narrative. You don't have to go by their narrative. You see, you see the game. That's the whole thing that gives you power. That gives you a different view that puts you on game. Now that you can become a writer, you don't have to go to school to do it. Now that you are a content creator, you don't have to go to school to do it, but you're sitting up there where they are. You get what I'm saying? Now you understand what time this is. I'm up out of here, man. I'm going to holler at y'all tomorrow. I'm opening the phone lines. Y'all join me on Friday. Let's make a deal right now, right? Y'all promise to join me on Friday <laughs> at seven o'clock. And I promise to open up them damn phone lines. All right. We got a deal. All right. Bet. All right. I'm all at y'all tomorrow. Much love. Who that? And I'm out. Yeah. Huh? Boogie like Benson. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Long as I'm living. I'm a who that. I'm a who that. Lose all winning, I'm a who that Sports coma, yeah, this is where we do that Where we do that, where we do that Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that Boogie like this and I'm a who that Sports coma, this is where we do that Welcome, welcome, welcome Somebody please better help Running this thing like elf Thank God every day I'm not a felt Go to YouTube live with Big Q and the guys If you ain't ride or die, the bandwagon get flipped Been marching in, that was way for the ring I was yelling out your shame for the championship Fucking on town, duck down Falcons, pluck, get shut down Panthers ain't much touchdown The vision really blown to us now So much hate on the Saints, you could probably tell Ever since Bounty Gate hit the NFL When things seem fishy, then you probably smell The crooked referees are Roger Goodell Yeah, funny like this and I'm a who that Every day I'm living, I'm a who that Lose all winning, I'm a who that It's the sports coma, this is where we do that Where we do that, where we do that Where we do that, where we do that, where we do that Boogie like this and I'm a who that It's the sports coma, this is where we do that You're listening to the sports coma With Big Q and the guys On the PRO Media Network
thewhothatdaily.com. That's right, thewhothatdaily.com. Your one-stop shop for everything New Orleans Saints, New Orleans Pelican, LSU Tigers, even the top flight boxing. So if you're a who that and you're looking for a place to stay up on your team, thewhothatdaily.com is your site. Thewhothatdaily.com for the sport who that in all of us. Shop is the platform store where you can go and buy all the latest merch to support the platform. Available at the Pro Shops, we have dozens of hundreds of products available for you and your family. Unisex tees for men and women, hoodies and sweatshirts, tank tops, kids and baby items, long sleeve tees, mugs, pillows, wall art, bath bedding, face masks, phone cases, stickers, bags, fanny packs, socks, hats, and many other items. Please feel free to check out the Pro Shops. The link is in the description section below remember it ha- looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season test your skills on prize picks the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports just select two or more players pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats and place your entry it's as easy as that if you have the skills you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com/play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy.